It's time to accelerate. Hi, I'm your host, Andy Paul. Join me as I host conversations with the leading experts in sales, marketing, sales automation, sales process, leadership, management, training, coaching, any resource that I believe to help you accelerate the growth of your sales, your business, and most importantly, you. Hello, and welcome to Accelerate. You know, I couldn't be more amped up to talk with my guest today. Joining me is Rochelle Shaw, the author of multiple books, including The Million Dollar Equation. She's an in-demand speaker and coach and president of the National Association for Moms in Business. Now, as listeners know, the show is about accelerated strategies for growing your business, whether you're a solopreneur or a startup or a small business, getting it back on track. And, you know, I interview a lot of sort of mainstream sales rock stars in the business-to-business space that have sort of conventional track records and experiences. And so... Today we're talking with someone that's uh, got her own way of doing it and has built up an incredible business, uh, including, as I said, writing the book, The Million Dollar Equation, about how do businesses really put together the systems to generate the prospects that help you grow your business. So, Rochelle, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Andy. I'm, it's my pleasure to be here. I, I love this and um, love helping folks accelerate. So how did you start in business? Gosh, you know, um, the the funny story is, you know, I was dating three men in three different states, and I had a really high phone bill. <laughs> and I met that's, this. That's guy. a great story, right there. <laughs> right, I met this guy because every story with me is I met this guy. So I met this guy who said, you know, Rochelle, you should really come and and uh, work for the telephone company, local company here in Las Vegas. And I was like, whatever, really? You know, a lot of people want me to work for you. Well. Because I had this high phone bill, I was anxious to kind of see what would happen. So I switched my service first, and my $300 phone bill went to about 60 bucks a month. And I said, oh, my goodness, you know, not only will I stay with the company, but I think I need to, like, work for you, too. And when I got there, there were about 12 employees. Um, I was promoted five times in four years, and I just kept kept getting, you know, a bigger job, more responsibility. And I ended up buying that company for my boss, from my boss. And I built it from around 300000 in revenue to over $36 million. And this was a business that did what again? Um, we were a local telephone service. So we really? did long distance telephone. Yeah. And at that time, I became the only female African-American public utility owner in the nation. I was 27. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, yeah. so you obviously were were buying, you know, access to other people's networks and reselling it. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Which is the you know the the easiest way. It's just I was a marketer, um, and most folks you know go into business thinking that you are a business owner and then providing the service. But to this day, I couldn't tell you how to how to turn on a customer, um, how to turn them off, how to do anything. All I knew how to do was go and get more. And that's what I showed them how to do. <laughs> very, very interesting. So, the, I tell you, at some point you sold that business, or I did. Well, actually, what happened is, you know, it was a long time ago when I was twenty-eight. <laughs> um, but I, we just kept growing. Things were great, and I didn't pay a lot of attention to the business. I was on to the next business. Um, Nine eleven happened, and unfortunately, I lost everything within ninety days. Uh, all my millions of business, I owed this huge bill to the other carriers, as you talked about, and I didn't see a way to get out. Um, ended up filing bankruptcy. It, it was just, 
an overwhelming time in my life. Um, but the good news is, and I always say that, is I had to figure out, okay, well, what am I going to do next? You know, the the job was fun. Um, owning the business wasn't as fun, but I said, well, maybe I can go find another job. I happened to read an article that said that, you know, for every 10,000 that you earn, it's going to take you one month to find a job. Well, at the time I was making over 200,000 and I said, okay, so that means 20 months. Well, what can I do in those 20 months to try to make some money? Well, maybe I should try to do this again. And what my first book was about, which is how to build a million dollar business in Las Vegas without the casinos. Um, it was all about how I rebuilt back my million dollar business in about five months. And so it's like, wow, well, that's fun. (laughs) How does that happen? Oh, you know, but, but as a, I, I am an, I have entrepreneurial ADD, uh, and I just like to build. I don't really like the everyday, day in, day out working in the business. And I thought that there were other things. Once again, I wasn't paying attention to the business again, but I just felt, um, I had gone through some, some really family tragedies in that I had a, uh, a sister-in-law pass away um, within nine days. Her sister passed away too. So two of them died within nine days of each other. Both of them were had just recently mm. turned 40. Um, way too young. Way too young. Yeah. And it just, it shook me. It shook me. And I said, well, am I really, what, what is life about? Is it about just going and making money or is it about affecting people's lives? And I decided to sell my company and um, focus more on my baby (laughs) who is now 10, but, you know, spend life giving back to folks who um, I know who would like to know how I built my million dollar businesses. And so that's what, what all of the books are about. Got it. So what is, I mean, getting right to the heart of the matter, what, what are the basic elements of your million-dollar equation? Awesome. Well, you know, um, the first one is always having a great solution. So even in the telephone business, I provided a huge solution in how I grew my business back so quickly. Is I started with, okay, what problem can I solve in telecom? What is it? And I found that after filing bankruptcy, I had a really hard time um, turning on the utilities in my house again. Right. You know, it was like I went to the power company. They wanted a $500 deposit. I go say, excuse me, do you just realize that I filed for bankruptcy? Who's got $500? I, I don't know. So what my solution was, was I would set up a customer as long as they prepaid for their bill. Now, we didn't present it that way. We just said, you know, we don't need a deposit. It's just a $100 activation fee. And then your bill is the same amount every single month. We have flat rate billing, um, which now that cell phones are doing that, I was doing it 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it's like, okay, here it is. Here's your, here's your bill. Here's your amount. And we'll take anybody. You do not have to have a $500 deposit. Um, and it changed the landscape of all of telecom actually. You know, I had a collection rate of over 92%, whereas most telephone companies, their collection rate is down around 72%. So that kind of started me on this journey of, I was speaking to other telecom companies, I was teaching them, I was showing them what we were doing, um, how we were growing very quickly, but also how we were being extremely profitable 
when the margins kept going down and down and down. Because if I, I don't know how old you are, old, old, I'm old. Listeners are, but if you remember, you know, long distance was. 28 cents a minute when I was in that business. You know, now long distance is free. Right. Um, local service for a home phone was, you know, $22 for just a basic line. Mm-hmm. Now you can get a basic line for $8 if you even have one at all because a lot of people just go yeah. with. I don't. I don't have a landline. No, I just got right. a mobile phone. Right. You just have your cell phone, right? So it's um, it definitely evolves. And so while it was evolving, I had to learn to be very nimble in the business. And so that's kind of what I teach people now to do in the million dollar equation is you need to understand what systems that you have in place. So start off with your great solution. The second is make sure you've got a really refined target market. And so who who was I targeting? I was targeting credit challenge people, people who had been disconnected before because people had filed bankruptcy before. Because I knew them at that moment. I knew exactly what they were doing, what they were struggling with, and what solution I needed to provide for them. The uh, third piece of the million dollar equation is having a marketing calendar. You know, have something that you are going to do day in and day out that's going to bring in new customers because without those systems, it never happens. Now, when I originally wrote the million dollar equation, that piece was was step number three. Um, I am actually revamping the the basic million dollar equation to now that step is at the end because I found that when I was teaching and teaching that folks were like well, wait a minute you know I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to do and I go really you don't know what you're supposed to do and they, they would say no so um, I found in they teaching- didn't know what to do in terms of capturing customers correct and in 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 how to run the business um, what I, where I found when I started going out and teaching and traveling all over the world teaching is that people, you know, start businesses for one of two reasons. Either one, they got fired and they were like, well, let me just try to do this. Or while, while I'm this. looking for a job, let me, let me do right. this. Right. Exactly what I was doing. Right. Or they have, um, this thing of, this was always my passion. This is what I want to do. So I'm going to just jump into it. But they, they don't kind of have the foresight to say, okay. How are you going to get a customer? How are you going to keep a customer? How are you going to make sure that the customer comes back? Because at the core of business building, there's only three ways to grow. Get a new customer. Get an existing customer to spend more while they're with you. So increasing the transaction size. And the last one is getting them to come back more often. So that's why we now have all those reward systems and, and ways that you can get them to come back. And Because if you don't, now you're stuck with only doing way number one, which is getting a new. Mm-hmm. So part of the million-dollar equation is making sure that you are focused on only those three ways to grow and creating systems within those three ways to grow to work within your business. Does that make sense? Sure. So describe a, a system that, that you recommend that, uh, you know, one of your entrepreneurs use? Absolutely. So part of the million dollar equation is my three R's. So one is the first R is retention, making sure that you are keeping every single customer, client, whatever you call them, patients, because I work with a lot of doctors now for life. Um, how do you know when they're supposed to come back, which is the second R, which is the reactivation piece. If they've gone away, there should be some type of alarm bell that goes off in your business to let you know that they should come back. So let's say you are a tax preparer and or an accountant and every year you do people's taxes. Well, are you, you know, do you have a list of the people that haven't come back from the last year? 
because that should be where you start. Okay, these are the people who came back last year. Let's make sure we do every single one of those. And then if they don't, then you need to have a reactivation system, something. My favorite special one is one where I send an I'm sorry letter. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened, but, you know, please forgive me. And then you offer them a better than outrageous deal, something that's just so awesome just to get them to come back so you can start the relationship again. So what, most, what were you apologizing for? Losing touch, not being in touch? It, it can be, you know, I normally make it up, to be perfectly honest with you. It could be, you know, a computer problem. It could be losing touch. It could be that we moved to a new location and we forgot to add it. So I, I, I always say I'm sorry, <laughs> but it really doesn't matter. Because just you showing up and saying, I'm sorry, makes the client, the person on the other end go, oh, they're sorry. And they're going to say exactly what you said, Andy. Well, I wonder what they're sorry for. You know, they didn't have to say, I'm sorry. Let me call them. Let me communicate with them. And that's all you you really want to happen is that they're going to communicate with you and you're going to be really excited. Okay. All right. Okay. And then the third R is the referral system. You have to have a way. So when I my meet entrepreneurs, they always love to tell me about um, their best clients are referred clients, and and that's all they do. They don't need anything except for word of mouth. And I go, okay. <laughs> so how are you making sure that the word of mouth happens? And they kind of look at me strangely. <laughs> and I go, okay. So you don't have a system for that? No, no. So in the book, I, I describe the seven-step system to make sure that referrals are consistently happening. You know, the, the first one is making sure that you acknowledge anyone who says that you have a great business and is happy with your service. If you're not doing that, then what's supposed to happen? You know, lives are busy. Um, as a mom of a 10-year-old, I am constantly running to volleyball practice, to dance lesson, to homework, then back. I, I don't have time to think about your business to refer. But so when you a, say acknowledge, what, what do you mean as by way of acknowledgement? So let's say um, actually someone introduced us together. So, of course, I acknowledge that person for thank you so much for sending Andy the referral for me. I'm excited about what's going to happen next. What else can I do? A proper thank you. Acknowledging them. I also acknowledge them in my communications that I send to my other clients. So it may be a company newsletter. It may be just a, a weekly fax form. But I make sure that everybody knows that Carolyn referred you to me. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I just, you know, sometimes I talk really, really fast <laughs> because my brain is going so fast. Um, that and I assume that. Um, your listeners are are have already been doing this, and maybe they haven't. So I, I should slow down a little bit and talk about where the acknowledgement needs to happen. Uh, one of the things that we did in my telephone business is I had pictures of all the people who referred our service to their friends and family. And I put huge pictures inside of our office. So every time they came in to pay their bill, to um, – um, to make a change to their account, anything, they would see these big pictures of themselves. So what happens from that? Guess what? They start to bring their friends and family to come to see the picture. They say, oh, you got to see my pictures up on the wall in the telephone company. They're like, what? Your picture's on the wall? Well, why? Well, because I referred someone. you got to come see this. 
So now they're bringing their friends and family to my business automatically without me having to say, hi, would you please refer me and get me a new customer? Just a fun way. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. Good. All right, we're going to take a short break and we'll come back with our guest, Rochelle Shaw. We're talking about her million dollar equation and really practical systems, steps, strategies you can use to bring more prospects in the door, sell more to the customers you have, keep them happy, and uh, turn them into customers for life. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Andy. Connect and Sell is used by sales reps at nearly a thousand companies, including hundreds of technology startups and several Fortune 500 companies, to overcome the challenges of getting prospects on the phone. Companies using Connect and Sell grow their revenues faster by enabling their sales reps to have more sales conversations in 90 minutes than they could otherwise achieve in an entire week. Connect and Sell can be deployed directly to your sales reps, or you can take advantage of their outbound on-demand service, which delivers qualified prospect meetings scheduled directly on your sales reps' calendars. Visit connectandsell.com to learn more about how Connect and Sell can start filling your pipeline today. Okay, we're back with my guest, Rochelle Shaw. So uh, we were just talking about referrals, Mm -hmm. and um, you also talk about one of the key things is, you know, giving customers a reason to spend more with you. Yeah. So what are the the elements of that system that you put in place for your entrepreneurs? Awesome. Well, the first thing that I ask them is, okay, so, you know, how many products or services do you have? Um, Unfortunately, what I find with solopreneurs or with service-based businesses, they have one thing that they sell. They don't have multiple things that they sell. So unfortunately, like for example, the tax preparer that I gave earlier, if all you do is taxes, then what happens? How can you get the customer to pay more other than charging them more? So we think of ways to get the customer to come back more often. So what I did with my accountant is my accountant now um, also does business incorporation service. He also is a bookkeeper and has some of his staff that does those things. So when they come in for their taxes, he will say, especially if they come in with the bags of receipts, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thing is together, then a natural, you know, um, place for him to go is you should really take advantage of our bookkeeping service. First of all, it's going to save you more money on your taxes because we're going to already have everything in place and it's going to help you get things done quicker, faster, cheaper. So it's a natural for them to have this segue. The the other one is when we started his free incorporation services is it was his lead generation because if you are not getting fresh new leads to the business, even though the other two ways are working with your existing, without fresh, fresh, fresh customers, your business is going to die. More people need to constantly know about you. So the one system that we set up for him is, okay, how do, how do we get new people? He goes, I, I don't really know, Rochelle. So well, how about we offer one of the services that you normally charge for, for free? And he goes, well, yeah, you know what? Here's what happens. If I get them to incorporate their business and if we handle that, they need reports filed, they need tax returns done, and they need the business accounting. So it's a perfect entry for them to come into my system. And I said, well, that's great. Okay, so let's offer that. So now all of his websites, um, his social media, it all drives them back to this free incorporating service because he knows that once he incorporates them, it's going to trickle down into the rest of his business. 
So that's like a really small example of a business that can get people to come back more often. That's a service-based business. Now, let's say you have a, um, a bakery. Then it's fun to have a cookie of the month club. Um, make sure that you're giving people rewards or some type of, even with the simple punch card. You know, it works when they see, ooh, I only need two more to get the free loaf of bread or the free, you know, dozen of cookies or free cupcakes. It gets them involved in the transaction. And once the customer is involved in the transaction, then they start thinking about your business more often. Uh, lastly, my favorite thing to do, whether it is a medical practice, a retail store, or a service business, is to every month create your own piece of media. And I call it a monthly newsletter, whatever that you want to do, but it's your opportunity to stay in front of your customer every single month. If you are not, you know, you're losing 10% of your base no matter what. People die, people move, people change. So if you are not constantly energizing them to come back and to spend money with you more often, they're not going to. They need to be reminded. Their business is, is their life is so busy that they have other things that they're thinking about instead of coming and spending time with you. And inside of the Million Dollar Equation, I, I have the, the perfect newsletter formula, ways that you can make it work for specifically for your business. Well, I see so many small businesses and it's sort of moving on to a, a related topic, I guess, is because we're talking about systems, we're talking about you know being reaching out, nurturing, reminding, and so on, that so many small business, but solopreneurs for sure, really don't employ any technology to help themselves, but but email. Right. Um, so so what's sort of the, the basic technology slate that, that you recommend these solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, service providers have? Yeah. Well, I, you know, I don't, I don't mind email so much. Um, I just want you to know and realize that even if you have one of the top open rates, which people opening your email, it's only going to be in around the 30 to 40 percent. So while you think that it, it's saving you money, it really isn't because you're only reaching at best 30% of your base in the nurturing process. And the nurturing process is to get them, you know, remind them how much you care about them. So I, I like to break the business into three segments. The first segment is if they've never heard about you before, you know, what systems do you have in place there? The second system is while um, you are providing the service or while they're in your store buying, you know, what's happening during those? And are, do you have systems to capture their information while they're there? Are you emailing back their, their receipt as they do now in the office depots and staples? And, you know, after they've made the purchase, what happens? Are you surveying them? Are you asking them, did they like the service? Are you giving them rewards? How are you delivering the rewards? So all of these things need to happen simultaneously. <laughs> and if you are not imploring some type of technology to keep it all categorized and organized, both in your system and in your mind, you're going to be overwhelmed. Sorry. And that's what solopreneurs do. So they go, well, you know what? Um, they live their life or most small businesses live their life in a reaction mode instead of being proactive. And that's one of the things that, that I talk about in the marketing calendar piece is that, you know, you want to schedule your success. It's very, very hard to build and to grow if you're constantly behind the eight ball. 
And if you are not, you know, only working in the business, working in providing the service, providing the service, and then now uh, you lose your main customer and you start going out to market the business again, the marketing needs to be concurrent with delivering everything. And if you're not using just easy systems, which you need to have a great CRM, just one where you can go in, um, find all your customers, all their contact information, and move forward from there. Second so, one is, well, give, is, an, give an example of brand oh, names that you would recommend for. Sure. For, for small businesses, I love 17 Hats. 17hats.com is a is a amazing little system that it's around, I think, $29 to $39 a month. Um, you can go in. You can send, create your invoices. You can project manage within the 17 Hats. You can send emails out. You can um, it integrates with an active campaign, Mad Mimi, several of the ones that are out there, so that you can pre-do your monthly online newsletters if you do an online newsletter. Um, that's probably one of my favorites. Insightly works really well. I have some clients that use Insightly. Depending on how many users you need, so if it's it's you and and two employees, it's going to cost you under fifty bucks a month. Uh, but inside of Insightly, everyone can tag. You can um, place inside uh, all the notes. You can upload proposals inside there. So that um, one of my private clients is a um, he builds custom backyard courts, so basketball courts, tennis courts, and and it's just him and his assistant and the guy who installs them. So it's three people. And so what we do for them is as the customer comes in and does their order, the proposal is inside of Insightly so everybody can access it. The work schedule is inside there and then they coordinate all of the shipment, the delivery, and the installation when they do the court party because after Remember we talked about the systems after they mm-hmm, put in mm-hmm. the court, they actually throw a party on the court so that they can invite their friends and family. Because guess who, you know, people who have really big backyards have friends and families who have big backyards. <laughs> so once they come over and see the court, they can't wait to to bring in referrals. So part of that is his referral um, uh, system so that he's making sure that he's constantly getting people through his system. But it's it's using just re- basic basic CRM technologies to you know that are under under a hundred dollars. I mean, you can find some really great ones that are out there under a hundred dollars to install some of that automation. So it's not just on you. You set it up one time, and it works while you're sleeping. Right, a combination of CRM, email marketing, you know, sort of basic marketing automation tasks. So you can handle those, as you said, to so you're not doing one-off emails, but you can line up. You know, campaign of of uh, you know fifty to hundred emails, or however big your market is, thousands, and and uh, you know put people into campaigns with you know autoresponder sequences and so on, multiple yeah. emails to to nurture them. <laughs> thousands. Thousands. Hell. Yeah, well, well, if, yeah. if you're lucky, if you're lucky. There you go. You know, I, I always tell everybody just just do three. Okay, can can you start with three? What <laughs> one, one because um uh what I have found is. It ne- it never starts with a hundred. If you're pre-writing a hundred, you really have to understand who your customer is. But what happens is, while you're working in the business, you'll find reasons to you know to solve this problem. So, for example, I have a physician who they were having a no-show problem, and part of it was because 
they didn't know how great he was. So now what we have is we have a confirmation of appointment, follow-up email sequence that's automatic. So once they confirm their appointment, there's email introductions that talk about the doctor. There's videos in there. There's testimonials, of course, of other patients who have come to see the doctor. There's um, a link so that they can go grab a copy of the doctor's book that we created for him. Um, and then there's a checklist of things that they need to know. Well, we reduced his no-show rate to less than 2% now because when he walks in the room, they're so excited that they even got an appointment with him, totally changing the game. And that's how you want things to work for any business, that people are excited to come and see you. And that's where you use technology to solve this basic problem. You know, his was a no-show. Yours might be that you're saying the same thing every time you make this presentation. Well, how do you do that? You know, you create the emails that explains the presentation or you do a video or you do a webinar and tape it and then you provide the link in the email so that now it's helping you leverage your time better and you don't have to spend that time in the room with the patient or in the consultation explaining all of these things. Right, right. Yeah? Excellent, excellent. Well, good. Well, we're going to move on to the last segment of the show. I really want to thank you for all that information. It's great. And for people who want to learn more, Rochelle will give you some information here in just a second about how you can find out more. But so the last segment of the show, we do some rapid-fire questions that uh, we ask all of the guests. And okay. Always fun to hear how different people answer the same question. So the first one is sort of a hypothetical scenario, okay. is that you've just been hired as a new sales manager in charge of sales for a small company whose sales have just stalled out. And so what two things would you do in your first week on the job that could have the biggest impact? Wow. Well, the, the first thing I'd do is I would survey um, their existing customers, see, see what's going on, see what's working. Um, and then the second thing is I would talk to their top salesperson and ask them what's going on. You know, what's, what's the problem? What do you think needs to be fixed? Because I believe that small hinges swing big doors mm -hmm. that often it's not a, a complete overhaul. And as I took over my sales department at the three companies that I've run and purchased, um, it, it was never a problem with, it wasn't a big problem. It was always a really small thing that we needed to make a shift. Sometimes it's adding another product. Sometimes it was um, adjusting uh, how we were presenting our sales solution. But uh, that would be the first two things I would do. Okay, excellent. Like it. So, um, rapid fire questions. You give me one word answers, or you can elaborate if you wish. The first one is when you're selling yourself, you're selling your services, what's your most powerful sales attribute? <laughs> Listening. Listening. So, name one tool you use for managing your own sales that you can't live without. Um, my planner. Well, actually, no, my morning mental armor. I get my mind right before I do anything for the day. And so I read my Bible, I, I do my affirmations, and without that, then I can't sell. Okay. Who's your sales role model? Oh, oh my goodness. My sales role model was my first boss. His name was Alton Clardy. And uh, he sold like there was no tomorrow, and watching him sell was masterful. People wouldn't even know they were being sold, and so that's how I just took in 
everything that I could at, you know, 22. Mm-hmm. That's how I sell now. Excellent. Besides your own book or books, what's one book that every entrepreneur should read? Uh, um, I love um, Outrageous Marketing. It's a little small book that it, it, it gosh, I, I don't even have it over here by me because I was looking for it on my desk um, so I could give it. But if you Google it, it's, it's a great book. It's, it, it's about sports marketing throughout the world and how this little guy just transformed how stadiums are filled with with um, fans to come watch no-name teams that never win. It's, a, it's an awesome book, and I think everybody should read it. Okay, perfect. Tough question of the day. What's, what's on your playlist these days? <laughs> my playlist. Oh my gosh, my playlist these days are old 70s music. I am a 70s baby, and so every time I hear it it just puts me in the mood. It, and it could be um rock and roll 70s, it, everything from rock and roll to R&B to gospel from the 70s. I I love 70s music. All right, give us one name. Gosh. Um Donny Hathaway. Donny Hathaway. Okay. <laughs> I love Donny Hathaway. Okay. So, last question for you. What's the first sales activity you do every day? After after I do my mental mm-hmm. on, um, then I go through my green list. So, I okay. start with how you know, ones that are very close to making money. Whatever it is. It could be a follow-up. It could be a um, calling. It could be sending a contract. But I start with the green list. And that's and, your, uh, your top prospects? Yep. Yep. And that is that is the ones who are who who can generate most revenue for us because I always do future money, present money. So present money is my green list, and then my future money comes after that. Excellent. Well, good. Well, thank you for being my guest today. Great information for solopreneurs, service providers, small businesses out there. Uh, with my guest Rochelle Shaw. Rochelle, tell people how they can find out more about you. Oh, that's awesome. You can go to my website, RochelleShaw.com. It's R-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-S-H-A-W. Or you can go to TheMillionDollarEquation.com, and that'll that'll circle you back around so that you can grab me too. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you again. And remember, friends, make it a part of your day every day to deliberately learn something new to help you accelerate your success. Subscribing to this podcast is an easy way to do that. And make sure you don't miss any of our conversations with top business experts like my guest today, Rochelle Shaw who share their expertise about how to accelerate the growth of your business. So thanks for joining us. And until next time, this is Andy Paul. Good selling, everyone. Thanks for listening to the show. If you like what you heard and want to make sure you don't miss any upcoming episodes, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher.com. For more information about today's guest, visit my website at andypaul.com.